The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. I have to begin by apologising to Jarlath Regan. Good morning, Jarlath. Hello, Anton. How are you doing? I'm very good. I'm very sorry. I gave you an O earlier on. <laughs> a lot of people do it. I think it's because of the Irish context. The whole Irishman abroad thing. It's like Dono Porter. It's just a way of wrapping arms around you and making you feel well, at home. And it's also, it's just, it's funny that people mess up that part of my name because Jarlath is such a, a name that everybody takes a swing at that they get that bit right and then go, sure, I'll throw an O in there. That's an interesting point. <laughs> I don't point. really mind. As long as uh, people are interested in talking to me, I'm happy to be honest with you, Anton. How did you end up being a Jarlath? How did I end up being a Jarlath? Well, uh, I didn't have much say in the matter. I (laughs) definitely, it wasn't a choice. And I remember for a lot of my childhood, I I really, really wished that choice hadn't been made. Why? Uh, Because it was such a massive pain in the hoop (laughs) uh, (laughs) to have this name. Uh, I've had every derivation of it on. I remember getting a paycheck that had Tarlick written on it. T-A-R-L-I-C-K. Just thinking, like, what is the point? (laughs) Somebody there just went, I think you should have this Eastern European name (laughs) rather than the name you were given. In truth, it was uh, my father's uncle's name. And he was a massive personality and a huge, big laugher, funny dude. And they just were like, this kid is a jarlet. They had a different name on my birth cert. So to make matters even worse, <laughs> they, they go with jarlet after two weeks of me being that other name. I don't even want to tell people what that other name is because I'll never hear the end of that. So I became Jarlet Regan <laughs> two weeks after arriving into the world. And what was the other name, Jarlath? <laughs> <laughs> Anton, you'll have to torture me to find that out. <laughs> I wonder, is it legal to get somebody else's birth cert? Can I look you up anywhere to find this out? Oh, my God. Trying to get a passport with your actual name on it when your parents had a change of heart after two weeks of you being in the world. I will tell you, it is not an easy well, job. Well, this is like, I was talking to somebody the other day and what their parents did to them was they changed the pronunciation of their name. So I, this wasn't actually their name, but let's imagine imagine they're, they're now called Marie. They had they had spelled the name one way on the birth search that leads everybody to now mispronounce their name, but they pronounce it, but never change the search. And they go, why I would mean, you not just correct it? Ways to give your child a complex. Way to make your child uncertain about the world. <laughs> I mean, that's what got to be right up there. I look, I'm just, I just, uh, I'm called Jar. Everyone calls me Jar. Uh, I've had all sorts of nicknames just because it just, you just wind up with a short name, don't you? When you have a weird one. Like Anton isn't. Don't talk to me. Super. Uh, <laughs> Don't talk to me, Jordan. I've, I've had my issues. I've, I have I know your pain. This and is so, like, you know, the Johnny Cash song about a, jo- a boy called Sue, where he comes to the realisation that the reason he is tough and resilient is because he's gone through his whole life being called Sue. Yeah. Did yeah, you look at your own kids and go, all right, you guys are going to get some pretty quirky first names because it's going to toughen you up? Yeah, look, honestly, I do think that uh, I knew I was different because of my name definitely I definitely did, got used to being different and a lot of people believe and I go along with this that the reason why most people become comedians is to control the reason why people are laughing at them and <laughs> I am fully in that camp I did name my son Mikey 
because I just thought it was a little bit better than Michael. Uh, apologies to all the Michaels out there. But it, I do think that the child will conform to some extent to the name they're given. And Mikey is a big personality, uh, kind of very uh, marches to the beat of his own drum. Uh, uh, he's a person that I look up to, to be totally honest, when it comes to uh, doing your own thing and being proud of who you are. I believe the technical term is nominative determinism. <laughs> is it? I think so. I, uh, I don't know if there Just is any... that in the back of your <laughs> pocket there. Andrew. I've this been waiting for several years for the chance to whip out nominative determinism, Jonathan. I'm forever grateful that you facilitated this. <laughs> Before this becomes a, a support group for the pair of us, give us a sense of what the average weekend is like for you. You have a, you have a bank holiday coming up. Are you one... Will Mikey be dragged to every sporting occasion known to man? Will you sit around and read books? Will you go... What do you do when you've time off? Wow. Well, I asked my wife about this, like, what do I do? What, like, I honestly have struggled with this because she was like, well, we don't observe weekends in our house. That is the reality of being a stand up comedian and a podcaster who produces episodes every single weekend for the last 10 years. You know, the work doesn't end, Anton. It's quite sad, (laughs) to be honest. But at the same time, we've all embraced it and kind of got on board that we're going to be in a different city each weekend. There's going to be a hotel. Maybe there'll be a pool in it. Uh, Maybe there won't. And maybe we're going to spend Saturday traveling and the show will be on Sunday. It it is upside down, topsy-turvy land uh, 90% of the time. And it's only since coming back to Ireland that... I've managed to establish a certain amount of routine to my Saturday, which will usually involve a park run. Uh, Pop and Tree Park Run is one of my locals that I'll go to. Um, obviously started running in, in the last two years, so I'll try and do that. We'll also do a coffee walk with my son, which is kind of a tradition now the two of us have of just setting the world to rights at around half nine or ten o'clock on a Saturday morning with a walk around Tara Hill or somewhere like that. And really just taking a sus bug is so important, especially when, you know, your weekend is that topsy-turvy and that unpredictable. Is Mikey of an age where he can drink coffee? <laughs> no, no, I'm the one drinking the coffee for sure. He is uh, he is such a clean living kid. <laughs> this is the thing. He really doesn't eat any sweets, chocolate or fizzy drinks. And like, I... I uh, uh, like we it's not for want of trying Anton we're like like you like this <laughs> he's like no no <laughs> I'm fine that said he is partial to a fizzy cola bottle but aren't we all Anton I think the fizzy cola bottle is like the chipstick I think they're making them less potent than they used oh. to be because in the do you remember back in the, the day real stuff Anton this you remember you'd have one of those and your entire face would implode oh and it'd take you at least three minutes before you could speak now they're just oh. not the same it was like eating a lemon. Correct. It was just, it was like these kids don't know. They were born and it was that after. fine line between pleasure and pain. It was, this is just about as much sourness as I can physically handle. Give me another. Forget about the wills. Forget about the Catholic Church, Anton. This is what we need to be talking about on a Saturday morning. Fizzy cola bottles and the, the decrease in quality and, and tartness. Of the and chipsticks. Have you had a modern chipstick? It is not the same thing, Jared. Whatever they used to put in them. And the, the length of a curly whirly bar, Anton. The length of your arm. Now I know my arms are longer, but this thing was this was a project for the week. It was a different it, I mean, I'd imagine the text line is lighting up right now. Stop the line. Never <laughs> mind that. Wait for the awards to flow in. 
<laughs> Do you know the other thing while we're at it? What the hell? While we're on this tangent, I'm going to commit. How has the confectionery industry got away with pretending that king size bars are actually two bars in one wrapper? Oh, the duo. Oh, my Come Lord. On. How many, how much disappointment was there in that when you, when you went to buy a king size and, it, but you know what it was because nobody finishes a king size in one sitting, do they? I mean, I'm mm. assuming everybody else is sitting at the dinner table with their king size Snickers, but it was obviously like just, you know, you can package it up half now, half later. I mean, Anton, I think there's a full show in this. I think we need a podcast. To be I, I think at this rate, Charles, we're getting close to having spent most of the show on it. Uh, a text saying, can somebody explain to me why Americans find Irish names so hard to pronounce? I think the answer is because many Irish names are quite hard to pronounce, particularly yes, if you don't have yes. a background in speaking Irish. Like if you handed somebody a name that has four consonants piled up on top of each other and said, guess, how do you know that the B and the H become a V? Oh, yeah. um, like I, I was with a friend Keelan Gallagher during the week and it's C-A-O-I-L-F-H-I-O-N and I mean yeah. I can't really complain about Jarlath a name that is pronounced as it's spelled But you're also uh, lucky because you're a two-syllabler I believe that once you cross the two-syllable mark you are you are guaranteeing that the child will never be will never have its actual name used to it <laughs> True enough Because the rest True of the world enough. just goes no yeah, uh, we're, we're not we're not going with three syllables. Blast. We're cutting you right back for simplicity's sake. <laughs> Jonathan, I assume you are, as you describe, going to be gigging soon. Whereabouts if we want to go see you? Well, the Olympia Theatre, I put on a night at the Olympia Theatre uh, last Friday, uh, announced that on sale and it appeared to sell out over the weekend. So we put on another one that's just been announced that's on sale now. Uh, the Olympia Theatre. But between now and that show, I'll be in Tralee at Sheem Satir on July 14th. I'll be in uh, Blanchardstown for two shows at Dreyuk. Those are both sold out. The Everyman in Cork, that's sold out as well. Terlis. You're just showing off at this point. I am now because this is the first time this has ever happened to me, Anto. <laughs> Sorry for calling you Anto there, Anto. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're going to have words, Jared. I'm getting your birth cert and I'm broadcasting it next weekend. <laughs> Yeah, look, there's loads of tour dates. Jigzer.com is my website. People can find me because I'll also uh, I've also got a load of dates through September, October and November. So really burning the candle at both ends at the moment. You're a gentle scholar, Jarl. Thanks very much for coming on and enjoy the, uh, the the coffee walk this weekend. That is Jarl Regan. And as I say, if you want to see uh, Jarl in concert, or does a, does a comedian technically be in concert? If you want to see him live, there's buckets of opportunities because he's all around the uh, country touring and it is well worth the candle if you want to go and have a laugh of an evening. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.